0: Going for boost well I think going for boost if you're a boost merchant like someone like AJ or someone you go for boost
1: 100% of the time yes always every second of every game balls going in your net don't worry about it go get the boost and make sure you've got the full 100 to celebrate with the other team
0: Um, boost over ball is when your is a good time when your opponent is dribbling towards your own corner and you know it has no threat to go into your net at all and your teammate is behind you for sure if, if all of those align it's better to just take your corner boost let him just dribble in the wall for useless and force him to go back with zero that would be a better time to take boost over ball
1: If you've ever wondered when the best time to go Boost Over Ball is, you've come to the right place. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Boost Over Ball podcast. Today we have another episode for you guys where we bring our interviews that we took from the Winter Major in San Diego, the first of which being with Phase Clan and the second being with Complexity. So without further ado, we will jump right into our interview with Phase Clan. We hope you enjoy. What's your name? My gamer tag or my. Whatever folder. whatever. Preferable. Well, my name is
2: Caden Pellegrin. Uh, my name is Nick. Uh, my
0: name is Jason, and I play for Facebook. My name is Raul Diaz, I'm yeah. the coach for
3: FaceCon.
4: Also, uh, my name is Adam of Adam Bugatz. Nice to meet you, bro. Uh, so, just to begin, a question to the entire team. I'm opposite to Chef DAH Ali, by the way, today. Um, prior to the season, phase were coined as the EU kryptonite, uh, consistently taking series from the upper echelon of European teams. However, entering the season phase lost their opening series against most in the fall major. And now, in this major, you guys lost to G1. Is it something that the European teams do that take advantage of like that first series entering an event, or is it just a result of starting up slow?
0: I think it's just more so like a lack of preparation and slow starts, not really the opponent, it's more so us. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
2: Just preparation yeah. and, like – did then we play – we play both both teams in the first round, right? Yeah, I think it was mm-hmm. just slow sex from us, I think, maybe. Or, like, lack of scrims against them, I guess.
1: I'm Kyle. I'm with the Boost Over Ball Podcast. Um, my – coming into the fall major, you guys were second place moving, moving into, the, into the major. And for this split, you guys took first place in dominant fashion. Um, playing phenomenally down the stretch, how did you? How did your mentality change, um, or did it change coming in as the front runners as opposed to? Uh,
3: second? I don't really think it changed that much. I think the mentality that we have as a team has changed completely, uh, more than us just having pressure on us being a first seed. I think our mentality is always we've known the potential that we have. It's just about us showing up and actually putting the putting the. Putting the work in to get the results that we
4: need. Uh, hi, Jeff. Uh, the difference in phases' gameplay from the fall split and the winter split is definitely drastic and dumbfounding. Um, in fall split, you consistently had your guys' number, uh, but in this split, you guys have apparently turned a different gear. Was there like a lack of synergy and team chemistry that was leading to those issues, or was it just solely a gameplay thing?
0: Um, I think we weren't on the same page as a team and we weren't preparing properly in the first split compared to the second split. So I think, I don't know, we just talked seriously as a team and just got everything, I don't know, we just talked it through and like put each other on track and then, yeah, started playing better.
1: For dis specifically, uh, you guys have tried a couple different iterations of like seating arrangements at, uh, in, in person. Uh, the first, uh, when you played Gen G, specifically you were in the middle seat and uh, yesterday Mist was in the middle seat, is there anything that, goes into that? Is it just kind of you just walk out and sit there?
3: Or? Uh, what goes into that is depending on what they're feeling like going into it before the tournament. Uh, no one wants to release it middle, but we decided whoever gets hyped the most, which last tournament, I believe, was Miz. Miz miss, is kind of quiet guy, but I mean, on stage, he, he shows the passion.
5: Very much. Cool. You me, man.
4: So, um, following back to the question I asked before, this, um, without shacking too much, of course, how would you suggest a team that is facing the same issue that Faze faced with like not being on the same page? How would you suggest they kind of
3: overcome those problems? Okay, can you repeat the question?
4: How do you for a team that is like facing the same problems that Faze faced with like not being on the same page, kind of overlapping each other? How would you suggest a team who's facing those similar issues fix it going into it?
5: You want me
3: to give away the secret sauce? What? What I would tell other teams is to kind of tackle, or kind of be more, a lot more open to criticism within themselves. Like make sure that they know that anything that's brought up to the team is for the betterment of the team, and your teammates aren't trying to be your enemy. They're trying to help you improve for the better of the team.
4: Um, recently, esports, a how topic has been how organizations should try to make their players create content, um, increasing the number of revenue sources, um, allowing arts to be more profitable. Um, since you guys are a particularly quiet team on social media, with like Twitch and Twitter, where do you stand on that topic?
0: Um, well, I mean, me personally, I just like, I get bored when I do that stuff. Like, and like, going on Twitter and going out of my way, I just like, I don't know, i just like rather do my own thing. But I mean, I get it is better for like, the scene and orgs and my like, personal you know, um, image to like stream and go on Twitter and like, just be more open to social media. But I don't know, as of right now, I'm just like, kind of bored of it. So, like, I think we'd rather our
3: gameplay do the talking than anything on social media. So that's kind of where we all pretty much stand. Okay. Um, similarly, on that, on that same topic,
1: um, in terms of social media, um, Faze is one of the largest esports organizations, especially in North America. Um, you see teams like uh, Complexity, G Two, are very active with uh, you know the organizational support for their teams. How do you guys feel Faze has done uh, supporting you as a team and you know being vocal about your successes?
3: I think Faze always does a fantastic job with us. They spread us across all their social medias, to make sure that we're represented pretty well in light of Rocket League. So. Um, we do our due diligence to give them what they need and then ultimately they want us to win. So we're doing our best to do that.
4: All right. Uh, in the previous season phase, they found themselves stuck in a quite the inter- international hut, um, struggling to overcome the ceiling of the top to fourth place finish. Um, the team seemingly had a very high floor but always felt short when it came to the games that matters. With the addition of Mist, um, the roster, uh, the top cost continued in the last uh, major. Losing out to you know another European team. Um, how has FaZe dumped up the gear a notch, and what are you focused on changing during these lands to ensure you play to you know your potential and overcome that fourth place?
3: I think the first tournament that we've had internationally with Mist was we know we, we've always known our potential. These are the three best players in North America in my opinion, and moving into this tournament we're way more gelled and way, we have way more chemistry than we had before and that was the main focus is bringing three superstars on the team and making sure that they gel well, well with one another. They're not selfless, or no, not selfish more selfless and the team bonding. Bring them together and they'll, they'll compete at the highest level.
1: Um, coming off of uh, a bit disappointing first split, you guys have certainly taken, taken the region by storm um, with what I have seen from an aggressive play style. Is there something that you would attribute uh, to your success over other NA teams? Yeah, no. like, without giving too much away, I like, don't,
0: don't have to... oh, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, just like, I, mean I just think it's like in our individual performance. Like, if we're all grinding the game and we're all like, playing up to our standards, so I feel like we're just like better than every other team. It's not really, I guess it's not really like a play style thing, it's just like we're better individually,
4: Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is specifical specifically. Uh, with AJ on the roster, there are multiple instances where you've seen Lost on the pitch on social media and everyone was talking about how you are not able to find a spot on that team. Um, now that you are playing with Mist, how have you like regained that form that was once seen on Pratt and SSG? Like what does Mist bring to the team that allows you to reach newer heights?
2: Well Miss is like an older player. I mean AJ is an older player too, but Miss is more of like a defensive minded player to where like he really hones in on like the small the small details of the game on defense and stuff and we it's kind of easy to just like not let in dumb goals, you know, not get it to shootouts where it's like five, six, you know, six, seven, like kind of games. And like actually like keep the scorelines really close and let first killer and like, uh, or me create goals for like first killer and like stuff like that. Like, yeah, he just helped us out a lot of defense. Yeah.
4: Um, this is to first killer. you uh, your just throughout the season and past seasons has been nothing but world class, um, with many considering for him to be the best player in the world. How do you handle the pressure when you know that all the eyes are on you as a player? Does it enable you to you ever
0: feel nervous? Um, I guess having the pressure that, to like be the best in the world, it's not really... I mean, it doesn't really affect me, it doesn't make me like nervous or anything. I feel like I play better under pressure. I don't know why, it just like makes me more locked in and I just like focus more. And I mean, also playing on lands and stuff like that and like hearing the crowd and stuff like that, it just like helps me a lot and just I don't know, it gives me the energy to play.
1: Always, uh, how how do you feed off of like a, a pro NA crowd, especially being here in San Diego, being supposed to you know phase headquarters, as supposed to like in Rotterdam, where it's you know really heavily favoring EU, especially Carmine Corp.
0: I mean, yeah, it's nice to have more fans like cheering for you, obviously. Um, I mean, yeah, every score, we're making this nice play, like we just hear the crowd. It just like gives us more energy, like fuels us to like do better and like make some crazy plays to like get the crowd hype.
4: Um, to the entire team, so while some of the top teams have made the decision to live in the vicinity of each other, may be the same city or same state, um, or at least have consistent boot camps at the regional Faces kept their distance to say the least um, from each other during the originals, um, but the results have still shown, you guys are still um, absolutely killing it. So has there ever been like a conversation of relocating near each other, um, the same city, the same state, and do you guys think that could benefit your guys' chemistry and play in the future?
3: Personally, I think we pride ourselves on coming together as a team, but we do need individual space from each other. I think uh, when we are together at these lands, it builds the most chemistry that we have with one another, and uh, we take that we take that really heavily for ourselves. But um, outside of the lands and coming together at lands, I think we do kind of value our space as individual
4: players. My last question. So tomorrow you guys will face Genji um, uh, for the top four match. You guys have had that number consistently um, in during the domestic play, but now now they are going to play against the international club. We lost to them last time. How do you guys feel this match will play, especially after watching them play against Falcons and watching them play throughout the entire you know, events? And you guys played throughout the events. How do you guys feel you'll end up in that matchup?
0: I think we should destroy them. To be honest, okay. like we're clearly like. It's, like, clear that we're, like, the better team. It's just, like, comes up to, like, us just, like, performing. That's it. But I think if we just play normally, like, we'll just destroy them. And then
1: I got one more, too. Um, I usually like to end off my interviews with a lighter-hearted question. Um, I am from the Boost Overball podcast, so give a meme answer, give a serious answer, whatever you would like to do. Um, when is the best time to go for Boost Over ball? Always. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. How Oh, cool.
5: awesome. Thank you
1: so much. Welcome back. Uh, thank you so much for listening to that interview that we had with Phase Clan from the Winter Major. Next up, we will have an interview with Complexity, and I apologize in advance, but some of the interview is in Spanish. It will then be followed by the answer from the translator that was given, as uh, some of the Complexity players do not speak English. So, without further ado, we will uh, continue on with this episode, and here is our interview with
6: Complexity.
7: Hello, my name is Lucas Rodriguez, I'm a coach of Complexity. manager
8: Hello, I'm CRR, Christian Fernandez Rayal. I'm Rocket League player for Complexity.
9: I'm uh, nah, soy raceball, soy I'm Complexity. y
6: that's Hola, ¿qué tal? mi nombre es Lautaro Gusinski, eh, alias AJG, i parte de Complexity Gaming. y okay. nah, I'm <laughs>
4: Uh, Caleb, if you want to begin, say your outlet, too.
2: Uh, Yeah, with SHIP. This is a question for Bull and AJG. Uh, It is safe to say complexity found themselves in a drought, failing to qualify for an RLCS LAN since the fall major of last season. You both finally decided to part ways with SHAD and add CRR to complete the roster. What does CRR bring that allowed you to reach Newer highs. It's for AJ and Ray Woods. Desde que ustedes tuvieron
5: ese problema de que no pudieron practicar al al major, partieron, dejaron de de jugar con Chad y buscaron entonces a CRR. ¿Qué cosas trae CRR al al equipo que los hace elevarse
9: Nada, es un jugador muy mecánico, tiene muchas ganas de mejorar, se le ve que quiere ser el mejor del mundo. Well, uh, he's still very young, so he has a lot of career ahead. And it was pick impressive
5: pick. is a very mechanical player. He has uh, a lot of desire to improve and be the best in the world. He's very young and so has a lot of potential. So, it's a very good pick.
6: For me, CRR brought a lot of okay. confidence to the team and we joined us a little thanks to that. Y en cuanto al juego, eh, me parece que él, al venir de Europa, eh, tiene como más conocimiento. O sea, por así decirlo, forma parte de. Él viene de Europa, conoce muchas cosas de Europa y nos puede añadir detalles y demás. Y nosotros somos de Sudamérica, competimos en Norteamérica y tenemos como todo un poco, por así decirlo. Entonces, yo creo que eso ayuda para para formar como el grupo que somos dentro del juego y fuera del juego. And nothing, it's too much mechanical, it's too much agility, it's too much agility, and it's too much agility. I'm going to summarize it a, a little bit, but he <laughs> says
5: that uh a great player uh he brings the European style, and they, being from South America, they, they know the South American style, and now playing in NA, they can you know put all the styles together and make themselves very well rounded. Uh, plus, you know said well,
4: he'd be very mechanical, very intelligent in the field, also help helps a lot. Uh, my name is Adam, also known as Adam uh, I'm representing shift Ali, and this question is towards Sierra. Uh, prior to your move to North America, you ended on a high when you played with Guild at Gamers 8. Um, and while a typical player attempts to find options in their own region, it seems like you had your mindset to come to complexity and compete under n a What was the reasoning behind that in like, your thought process? Um I
8: think the most important reason is uh that i i really wanted to live outside my the house with my parents I really wanted to be like
9: mm,
8: to, to to leave my house try to be alone with friends and have fun outside being with my parents like I have never lived in Spain before that so I just wanted to new different countries and and that's it.
1: Um, I am I'm Kyle. I have a Boost Over Ball podcast. Um, this is for CRR um, and anybody specifically. But how has this experience been for you being here? Um, were you guys here for boot camp as well beforehand, like closer to the event? To to the event, sorry. And um, had, like uh, like they said earlier, uh, it's been since fall of last split or last season that you guys have been to a major. What is this experience?
8: Um, I really, I really enjoy the all the lands I have been in Gamerside and right, and right now, uh, I'm really motivated to play in front of the crowd, and I think it's gonna be, a, uh, it's, it's been a good experience, and it's gonna help us uh, to grow as, a, as an individual player. ¿Puedo responder algo más nosotros? ¿Quieres decir algo?
6: No, no. ¿Te preguntó porque dijo que podemos
5: añadir?
6: Sí, sí, sí. Usted, usted, sin experiencia, hablar de. So you a uh, If anyone wants to jump in, right? Uh, it was, uh, uh, you were saying that they have uh, qualified since uh,
5: 12, and have, meetings, uh, have they had any bootcamp or anything like that? Yeah. 21, entonces ¿qué tal experiencia
1: para el evento, si lo he dicho,
6: o sea, como que acá cerca del de, de evento Vuelta a por el Estilo. Uh-huh. Y nada, en general la experiencia, ¿cómo lo sabes? Ah, sí. No, para mí, eh, bueno, la experiencia para, creo Reyes y yo, es un poco familiar porque ya habíamos clasificado a, a Suecia hace, creo que hace más de 400 días que no habíamos una LAN de RLSS sacando bien nosotros. Eh, y nada, es como algo familiar, pero al mismo tiempo... Pasada hace mucho tiempo. Entonces, nada, es como que estamos felices de volver a clasificar y, y eh, failear tantas veces intentando. Eso nos dolió un poco. Y nada, todo esto. El tema del bootcamp no hicimos, pero estábamos jugando en nuestra casa, en el departamento de. Estamos en Dallas. Y nada, nos hubiera gustado para conocer un poco más, pero nada, es,
5: um, yes, it's been a while it's been more than 400 years days that, that they actually you know, were able to uh, participate but it's, it's, it's familiar you know the, the feeling because they, they have done it before they have been in, in events before. So it's something that is they they know it they used to it and they're happy to make it because they, you know, that they failed quite a bit uh, trying to get here before so, so now that they made it it's, it's even better. They didn't have a boot camp but they are living in you know, together in area, so they can playing uh, the whole
7: time so they would have liked a World Cup, to be honest, uh to, to be more familiar with, uh, with the other teams but anyway. can I add something to- uh, creo que es muy importante la sinergia que estamos creando no solo eh, dentro del juego sino fuera del juego y convivir juntos hace muy fácil la comunicación y arreglar todos los problemas que estamos teniendo entonces no damos lugar a los problemas Eh, nuestra regla número es comunicarnos. Eh, entonces creo que eso hace que todo sea más fácil porque no solo somos un equipo, sino también creamos una amistad y tenemos entre nosotros. Que hace que todo funcione y tengamos esa sinergia.
4: So there's a lot of synergy going on
5: uh, being created uh, just by living together. So it's, it's a plus that they are all together the whole time and, and you know, they, they can they can work out issues or problems whatever they have um, by communication that he's mentioning that communication is key for him and and anything that they can, um, just solve by living together and communicating and and that helps a lot. Also in
6: the Uh,
2: team. All of the team has made the choice to move away from your family and from your home. How has the organization Complexity helped with that process? Um, And what has the biggest changes been from where you previously lived to now living in North America?
8: Um, There's a lot of change um, in being in a different country and a different region. Uh, Complexity helped us a lot uh, with the VISA process and everything, but it it really was uh, so stressful at the start because there is a lot of things that you have to do before being able to to be in the United States uh, working here. So it was a hard process but I, I really enjoyed it and I'm happy that I'm here right now. Was it for CRR or for anyone
2: else? Anyone can answer for sure. Anyone?
5: So yeah. basically how city has helped them on the process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sabemos que es algo bastante difícil si quieren hablar un poquito de la experiencia de, de moverse y además de eso, pues ¿cómo Complexity, como organización, nos ha ayudado a ustedes
9: para, para hacer esa ese transición más fácil? Eh, nosotros estuvimos en México un tiempo cuando estábamos Neutral y nada, Complexity nos agarró y, y literalmente como que nos salvó porque en ese momento no, no ganábamos tanto como, como, como ganaba un equipo normal en, en Estados Unidos, ¿no? pero bueno siempre nos ayudó con las visas siempre nos dijo que si necesitábamos algo que hablámonos con ellos eh, la casa en, en Dallas es muy cómoda literalmente tiene de todo tiene pool tiene gimnasio tiene de todo o sea estamos en las mejores condiciones y nada o sea siempre están hablando de que si damos algo tenemos la oficina ahí básicamente es muy completo todo
5: so complexity to reach out to them when they were still in Mexico uh, uh, with True neutral. And, and that was very helpful because uh, you know that they, they got the buyout and and they were not making as much as other teams uh, are making in NA. So uh, definitely with with the bump here uh, uh, complexity City, it helped a lot to be able to make the booth. Also the the place that they're living under the department is you know has all the amenities that they can uh, ask for, and and it, it's been always like a it seems like an open Conversation,
4: uh, they, they can ask for whatever they need, and complexity is on there you know, uh, for them if there is anything missing to so, so far, so good. they can come back. Yeah. All right, um, once again, So you, we talked about that in the drought period between fall major of last split, and now how you didn't qualify for land. You guys weren't doing that correct online. Was there ever a discussion in that time about going back to South America and trying to rebuild?
7: For both o uno de los dos, ¿cierto? ¿Entonces, fue el que se fue? Yeah. fue el que el que se jugado ¿Y las altas we and ¿Y bajas, que ¿Y estaban seguros de ir a norteamérica y quizás no estar en LAN o quizás estar octavo quinto no teníamos relevancia de dónde podríamos llegar a estar y la conversación fue que queríamos ser los mejores del mundo y para hacerlo teníamos que jugar contra los mejores del mundo así que tomamos esa decisión y no no nos arrepenmos
5: en conversation a do we want to go to NA and maybe be, you know, not top five or, or not even top eight or something, you know, not be not be the big dog in, in the region? Um, and the response was, we want to be the best in the world. So for that, we got to play against the best in the world. So they are here and they have to look back at going back to North America.
6: But, Sí, sí, claro. eh, Yo me acuerdo, fue un momento gracioso que nosotros nos movimos a Norteamérica y tuvimos como, no sé si dos o tres meses más o menos, antes de que empezara la temporada. Tuvimos que ir inviando dos tres meses para estar como listos y todavía no se sabía el formato o algo así. Y nosotros pensábamos, no sé, top 10, más o menos, top 10, 12, me acuerdo que hicimos un artículo con Shift, no, no me acuerdo. Y, y nada, les. O sea, en un momento dijimos, bueno. Quiero usar el formato, cuántos clasifican y dicen que se cinco equipos. Nosotros nos miramos diciendo, che, es una buena decisión, pues solamente los cinco. Y en su momento están sin estando los los top tier artistes, tipo quedó Face y todos esos y nada, fue como gracias a la como que nos arriesgamos un poco, pero al final nada dio fruto el estar todo el tiempo constante ahí intentando. Ese fue México. Sí.
5: Before the season started, uh, they moved like two or three months beforehand. And uh, the format wasn't, wasn't available yet, so they, they didn't know how the next season was going to be. And they, they were thinking of maybe from 10 to 12, uh, that was uh, like the focus uh, at the moment. And, and the format came out and it was uh, only top five will go into major. So uh, that was you know, like a little bit of a blow for them. Uh, okay. But in the end, you know, they, they were able to qualify and make it so uh, the bet
2: the paid off. No. Yeah. All right, uh, This is for the entire team, uh, again, the shift. While you were the first team from SAM to make their way to NA, Fury followed a season later. Uh, after feeling like they had completed SAM and needed a, uh, needed a higher level of competition, does your team have an internal t- a desire to beat teams like Furia, who have roots in the same region, or do you view them as partners? As partners? Yeah.
5: Okay. La pregunta para todos. Después de que ustedes vinieron a Norteamérica, entonces Furia, un año después, una temporada después, también decidió moverse de Sudamérica a Norteamérica. Entonces, la pregunta básicamente es: ¿ustedes ven a esos equipos que hacen la transición, que se mueven? ¿Y es un equipo como
9: ustedes le quieren ganar a ese equipo o lo ven como compañeros y también como eh, algo a sé sí, eh, sí, nosotros, a Furia, bueno, yo creo que lo vemos como el equipo más amigable, como la, la mejor amistad que tenemos en, en todo el ámbito del profesional, porque somos los únicos dos equipos que están jugando fuera de Sudamérica, que son de Sudamérica, y, y nada, hay que apoyarnos. O sea, yo siempre quiero que ellos lo vean bien, no mejor que a mí. <risa> But I creo que les vaya bien siempre eh, nada yo los quiero tipo son mis amigos todos los de Furia sé que están pasando por un momento difícil porque nosotros pasamos por ese momento donde donde uno no capaz que no está muy consistente en el top 4 or 5. pero bueno son racha y ya su racha so Furia uh, they're friends uh, they, they see them
5: as friends they they're the only other team from South America playing outside of the region and they know the feeling. They they have been they have been there, so they want to see them do really good, not better than them, right? <laughs> you can talk. But uh, yes, uh,
6: the I mean, it's it's friends from South America, so yeah, pretty amicable uh, relationship. I think that with Furia we have a relationship of love-hate. In terms of love for outside the pitch, but inside the pitch, inside the competition, clearly I don't want them to lose any game. I don't want to see you. Eh, pero a veces me, me sentí o me estoy sintiendo un poco mal porque todo el mundo tiene como muchos haters y, y ellos son como gran parte, o sea, tienen como mucho, mucho, muchas personas que lo odian no, no entienden qué pasa, qué sé yo, y ellos olvidan que Complexity hizo lo mismo hace un año atrás y tuvimos lo mismo, qué sé yo, que es como dijo Reis. y nada, que son momentos así que uno tiene que pasar por más de que... Just, uh, internacionalmente qué sé yo, cuando estás competiendo en una región y playstyle, yo creo que eso es lo que puede chocar y ahí tiene in his case it's more of a love-hate relationship, like, they, they, love,
5: they, they love each other outside of the, of, of the field, of the game, but uh, in the game it's like I don't want them to take any, you know, even one match for me. So uh, that's kind of the thing, but it feels that Furia has a lot of uh, undeserved haters, uh, people that say that they shouldn't have moved or, and whatnot. And it's part—it's part of the of the transition. It's something that's going to happen, but uh, it's undeserved. And, and something that it's common that they they lived it is that people get used to your pace up, um, and then it makes it tougher, right, for you to to be able to get the wins. Uh but
9: they will have to find a way to make the changes and, and adapt and, and move on with the right. And they they have gone through the
5: same thing uh themselves and whenever your team uh, is not performing hundred uh, percent all the way, uh then you know in being in such a difficult region then then you, you
4: will have those bumps and, and go down a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's something that everyone goes through. I'd like to had uh, a question. You guys mentioned about living in a house together and uh, spending a lot of time with each other. So there has been a couple of teams that have made that decision to live together in houses. We have um, G2, who made that attempt to live in the team house. Um, Genji uh, actually spoke against living in a team house. Um, Jack is very vocal about how he thinks there should be space between his teammates, that personal and private versus on the field. So I wanted to ask you guys: Do you really feel that living together and, I guess, being friends outside of the game determines the way you play a lot more than just on field chemistry? juntos? Y jugadores
5: que han
8: I will say that live together is something that helps the team a lot when everything is going nice and kind of helps to fix some problems but it has a bad part because when someone of the team have a bad day you're gonna have a bad day with him you know so if if someone is not in the mood to play or is not like at all positive or something, it's gonna affect the whole team because you live with 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 the team. So eh, any emotions you have, you're gonna share with with the others, and that's affect the team in some way, in a bad way. And there's positive thing that can help to uh, to improve in all the ways because you can talk about everything and making a relationship. Um, after playing some screams or things help the team to have more synergy. Thank you. Okay.
5: Yeah.
7: Sí, creo que uno de mis roles es más que nada juntarlos, tenerlos juntos y llenar todos esos huecos que se crean al vivir juntos, porque obviamente que tenemos pleitos, pero como siempre digo, el pleito ayuda a que siempre subamos un escalón. A veces el pleito, la pelea es necesaria y es parte del crecimiento.
5: So. Part of his role is to in the gaps whenever there's a, uh, a, a difficulty between the, the, the players. Uh, but it's those difficulties that when, when you are able to surpass them, you get even better. right? It's, it, it makes improves the chemistry and everything in the team. So that, that's part of the thing of living together. It's one thing that will make him stronger in the, uh, in the end.
9: Nah, yo, I've been on a limb again. Tiene su parte buena y su parte mala. O sea, yo no le veo tanto a la parte mala porque sí eh, puedes tener un mal día, pero hay que ser lo suficiente maduro como para que eso no te afecte fuera del juego también. O sea, si te va mal en un torneo y todo, tenés que tratar de, de aumentar tu, tu nivel de felicidad lo más rápido posible. Eh, y sí, yo prefiero estar con alguien que me entienda. O sea, que estemos los dos enojados y que podamos hablar de eso bien. Entonces también esa es la parte buena, que podemos hablar las cosas buenas como las cosas malas. Yo creo que en Sudamérica pasó mucho desde que cuando estábamos con Shad que en una de esas no podíamos hablar muy bien las cosas como por online. Y en la vida real es mucho más fácil. Es más difícil si es que alguien no se lo toma bien, pero bueno, por eso es que si, si queremos ser los mejores tenemos que tratar de mejorar en todos los ámbitos.
5: So yeah, he can, say, he can see it both ways, but uh, in general, it's, it's better for him. Uh, yes, there's uh, what CRR mentioned, that whenever there's a, a bad mood, or something is going wrong, it, it affects everyone, but you gotta, you gotta be mature enough to be able to put that aside and, and talk those differences and, and make amends, right? So, and that's, that brings out the, the good part, where there are things that they experienced when they were in South America, where they were not living together over there, and if they couldn't have that discussion, they they couldn't sit down and have those conversations, and, and you know those things actually affected more because they, they couldn't fix it right away. But since they're living together now and they have a good chemistry, but uh, it's been something that they can, you know, taking advantage of it of living together and, and fixing those issues. Yep. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thank you.
7: So-
1: and that'll do it for our interviews with phase and complexity. I would like to thank everyone so much for tuning in and listening If this was your first episode hello and welcome. Thank you for listening We hope to see you back next week If this isn't your first episode, thank you so much for your continued support If you could continue to like and rate us wherever you get your podcasts make sure to check out our website at www.boostoverball.com That has a link to all of our social media accounts as well as all of the places where you can listen to your podcasts in addition i would like to give a huge shout out to dr john's decals uh, that's dr john MacArthur on tiktok and twitter and discord um, he made some incredible looking decals uh, boost over ball decals for an octane and the dominus as well as a ball graphic and a goal uh, blocking decal and I, they turned out fantastically. I can't thank him enough for all of his work on that. So if you are interested in getting yourself a custom decal with your logo or anything like that for uh, your own personal Rocket League vehicles, please be sure to hit him up. He's in our Discord, and he would be happy to help. I will be putting a post in there to showcase some of his work and the kind of things that he's able to do. It's, it's incredible. So thank you guys again so much for listening. I hope to see you back next week. And... As always, remember to choose Boost Over Ball. Thank you for listening to the Boost Over Ball podcast.